Hello there, friends, and welcome to Story You Talk Radio. I'm your writing coach, Coach Debbie, and I'm delighted that you have reserved this hour so we can be together this afternoon and talk about the story you are living and writing and creating and breathing life into. Today, we are going to focus on planning your year for extraordinary success. We have, in real time here, we have a a new year on the horizon, just six weeks away. I can hardly believe it. And yet, here it comes. <laughs> and every single year, this time of year, you you can't put the brakes on and stop the new year from coming. It just comes right on in. So do you have a plan for how you're going to be extraordinary in the upcoming year? You might say, gosh, you know, calm down a little bit. I was thinking that I'd just, you know, I'd just kind of coast in 2024. Or what's the matter with, uh, you know, doing doing whatever comes to me uh, as it comes to me without a plan. Yeah, what's wrong with that? Well, there's nothing wrong with that. But if you want it to be an extraordinary year, you're not going to have one if you don't start seeing the vision of what's possible for you. And in my own experience, you start before it gets here. Otherwise, you're just a tad behind Doesn't mean you can't run fast and catch up, but wow, the things that are in line for you for the upcoming year, if you start slowing yourself down to really get in touch, really get aligned, call me up, get a little coaching on it, you will be surprised the strides you can make in one year's time that maybe you thought, eh. I could do that in about three to five years. You could do it a whole lot quicker. Typically, we just don't plan because we don't want to let ourselves or those around us down. We just, we can't live with the idea that we have an idea for something great, but what if it doesn't come to pass? So we end up going for tiny little goals and they seem safe. And they seem easy to attain, but in the end, when we get down to the end of the year, we don't necessarily feel like it was an extraordinary year. I mean, think about it right now in real time. Are you sitting here going, ooh, man, this was an extraordinary year. And if you are, congratulations. That's right where I want you. But if you're sitting where a lot of people tell me they're sitting, it's in a little bit of regret or a little bit of guilt or a little bit of even shame. I mean, we can get into some big emotions here, but we don't want that. So how do we start our year as one that is planned for extraordinary success? Well, I have ideas for you, and that is what we are going to base on Today's show, today's show is all about your extraordinary success. 
And even right now, if you're thinking, I don't think I've ever had a year like that. I mean, I don't know why she would think I could have a year like that. I mean, she must be talking about someone else and not me because that's not how I do my years. And You know, your mind can tell you these things. You know why your mind does that? Because it's afraid that the thing you're dreaming up, it won't be able to deliver. Now, here's the interesting part. There is a part of your mind that can't deliver, and it's a really young part. It's a part that is programmed to take care of your breathing and your heartbeat and the really automatic things that you do. We call it the subconscious mind, and I'm fascinated about the the psychologies that we live in, but how it all begins in our biologies. And the subconscious mind is very, 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 very active in your first seven years of life. I wish I could quote someone right now for the first person who said that. I don't know, but I can tell you that I have studied many people who all come back to those first seven years when we were getting programmed. Now, that was the time in your life when you were in deep trust mode. Because think about it. You, you had to, to rely on the adults to make sure that there was food for you to eat. I mean, did you have a job in kindergarten? I sure hope not. I didn't. You had to rely on them. You had to rely on people to to supply a roof over your head. You couldn't really go out and, and have a full-time paper route to get your own apartment at five o'clock or five years old and then head on to kindergarten, you know, for a little while. It didn't work that way. Your subconscious mind was in full trust mode. And it was doing all the automatic things that your body needs. So think about this. When an adult comes along and tells you something like, go to bed at night and sleep all the way through the night because Santa Claus knows exactly what you're up to. And if he finds out you're doing something sneaky in the night, well, he's not going to bring you anything for Christmas. You believe that, don't you? I believed that. Man, I was good in December. That was my best month for behavior. I got all my gold stars in December because I believed it. I believed what was being put in my subconscious mind. Santa Claus could see me. And there might be punishment if I didn't come through. So I was going to come through. I was going to get my toys come Christmas Day. Now, here's the funny thing. We're programmed so well in those first seven years of our life that we don't really understand as we go on into year 10 and 20 and 30 and 40 and 50 and on. We don't really understand that we're still living by these programs unless we choose to wake up, make up our own mind, trust our own self, 
and start to forge ahead on our own new path. And we call that exercising and creating habit and groove and pattern in the conscious mind. Aha. Ladies and gentlemen, this is how you create an extraordinary year. You go from being in the subconscious day in, day out. This is what I know. This is my autopilot. This is my programming. This is all I can do. This is the safety zone. You go from that, which is kind of a stuck place to be, to going, ooh, I see a vision. Ooh, I've got an idea. Oh, I, I think if I get started right now, I could put a huge dent in this and I might even have it all by the end of the next year. Now, if you have that mind, or if you want to be, if you even might think right now it, it sounds a little impossible, but you haven't turned away, you're still thinking, hmm, I wonder if that could be for me. Keep going with me, because I am going to be offering for the person who wants to have an extraordinary year. I'm going to be offering life coaching sessions. The first one's free. And this is just a 30-minute consultation with me where we sit down and go, hey, what is that idea, that thing that you're thinking you want to bring into the new year? And you want it to be in the new year. You want to complete it in the new year. In most cases, complete it in the new year. First 30 minutes, we're going to sit down, talk about it, get a sense of what that is. If you decide after those 30 minutes that you're actually getting a little excited about going into creativity mode and making that thing happen, but you're not exactly sure how to do it because it's possible you've never done it before, it could be that you're going to write a book be that you're going to start a blog, could be that you're going to completely up-level your brand, or it could be, and this is often one of my favorites, that you are going to author your life, meaning you are going to put up all new scaffolding around your life and become a conscious warrior that makes something really beautiful happen in your life. Now think about this for a minute. Authoring a book means that you understand who your characters are, your plot development, where the drama is going to be, the peaks and the valleys of that, how you're going to resolve story. Doesn't that kind of sound like life? It is. I mean, the principles of creating a great story on paper, they're really, really similar in a lot of ways to creating a great life in the day in and day out of what you are doing. We have to add in some life coaching principles, if you ask me, to have a complete authored life. But what if, what if this upcoming year was the year that you made extraordinary because there's something you want to bring into being. 
In other words, it doesn't exist right now, but you want it to. And you can start to imagine and think about the fact that there's parts of you that know how to. There's some parts of you that don't know how. There's some parts of the process where you don't know how. But the idea kind of lights you up, gets you pretty excited. If this sounds like something fun for you, I invite you to get in touch with me. You just go to CoachDebbie.com and click on Connect. Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com and click on Connect and say, I do want to have an extraordinary year. Or if you can't remember the word extraordinary, just say, great. I do want to have a great year. I do want to have a cool year, and I want to start it by talking to you. Say something like that. Just write me a little note, and I will write back, and we will start your 30-minute conversation. We can do this around your schedule. And that part is completely free, where you get to tell me what it is you want to map out, and I can offer you a little plan. You can think about it. And if you decide you want to go forward, we're in. We're in. We can write up a little contract and go for it. Let me tell you about some of the things people have created when I have put this out there. Mm, How much time do I have till our first break? I can slip in a couple here. So one, we had Becky. Becky came to me because the new year was coming. She was really, really in a terrible space because she had lost her partner a dear friend of mine, a dear colleague of mine, uh, a year and a half prior. And the grief was just huge. And you know, when you've been in a grief place, stepping into a new year just seems like the abyss. Like, how am I going to take on a whole new year? So we made a plan of something we would like to do in a year's time. And that girl got going, and she did it a heck of a lot faster. For one, she wrote two books. Not one book, but two. We had one in mind. She wrote two. She also went on a a U.S. excursion that we mapped out for her, where she took her camera, and she really, really got to know herself as a solo traveler, photographer, and she actually had just the time of her life. And when we were planning it out, she was thinking this could be kind of cool, but she was having the time of her life. She was jumping out of airplanes and doing things that she never, ever thought she would do. She also made a huge decision uh, in the very first part of that year to leave a job that had for many years supported her, but now was holding her back from a new job and a new way of serving people that she was envisioning. She did all this in far less than a year's time. She blew my mind. We mapped out less than that, but she wanted it. She was just one person that really said, you know, I'm tired of where I've been. 
I want something new. I just don't know how to fit all the pieces together. But I can't stand the idea that another year is going to go by and I'm not going to be the author of my life. I want to get into it now. I just don't really know how. And we started by a little free consultation. And her second book, we are launching uh, this upcoming February. You're all invited. I'll make sure you get the invitation. And she's currently working on her third book while she's waiting for her second one to come out in print. I mean, this girl is just going, going, going. But the year before, not a lot was happening because her heart was heavy. And the point I want to make here is you can go from hanging on, a, hanging out on the couch feeling really, really burdened by life, but knowing that there's more for you and experiencing more deeply in the next year. It's a choice, my friends, and I would really love to help you step into that. You don't have to have all the hows and the wins and the what's all figured out before you start. I'll tell you a little secret. No one does. Not even Tony Robbins, not even the big people. You got to start for the path to really unfold in front of you and show you what is needed to keep carrying on. So that's an earful. I got more to tell you, but we are going to take our first break right here. Stay tuned. I'm going to help you craft an extraordinary upcoming year. We'll be right back. Do you have a topic to bring to Story You Talk Radio? I'm Coach Debbie, and I would love to talk to you. Right now, you can pre-book a self-sponsored show. Maybe you are a brand new author. Perhaps you are a coach in a particular area. Let's talk about your brand. Just reach out to me, Debbie at CoachDebbie.com. I will send you all of the details. Let me help you be successful in 2024. You know Coach Debbie from Story You Talk Radio, but do you know about her annual membership? Well, now you do, and you're invited. Become the author of your dreams and upscale your career. Transform your home or grow your income. Create any future you desire. You'll learn the skills that allowed Coach Debbie to author her own life and transform her most difficult challenges as a writer, teacher, and especially as a person with low vision. The membership doors are open. Just sign up for the newsletter and qualify for the early bird special. Simply go to CoachDebbie.com. That's Coach D-E-B-B-Y. CoachDebbie.com. As a subscriber, you could win a premium coaching session and begin the new year with confidence. Get inspired every hour right here on Alternative Talk 1150. Welcome back, my friends. We are talking today about your extraordinary year, how you are going to be successful in the upcoming year. It is really, really common for people to write up these goals and think, I know I could obtain this. I, 
I know this is the right size little goal for me to master. And so many people don't even finish it partially, and I know this is a surprise for many, but partially because it didn't stretch them into being the great person they wanted to be. It just wasn't big enough for their time and energy. I've been guilty of this over and over and over again in my life, especially at those times where we are really looking for what we call the New Year's resolution. I'm usually done with those somewhere in February, thinking, why the heck did I spend my time on this? This isn't, this isn't going to happen. I will tell myself, well, I chose something too big. But really, when I look back, it wasn't big enough. It wasn't big enough for my life energy. So I didn't do it. And oftentimes, if it's going to be big enough for my life energy, I need help. And where am I going to get the help? But here's the cool thing. If you can envision something you really want to do, it would allow you to expand yourself in the new year. There probably is help really close by. When you can envision it, it is likely for you. So let me tell you just a little bit about the steps that I take people through when we're getting together for a coaching session and we're starting to look at what is your extraordinary year going to focus on? What is that one thing you really want to do? I usually ask people to think of something that they would be happy to complete. That's really the key word there. What is something that would make you so happy to complete? Or in other words, to achieve. It doesn't necessarily mean that you're elated about the whole process, but to have it done, to have a book done, to have a half marathon done, to have your house built, finished, done. Ooh, the whole idea of completing that, that feels good. When we map this out, we're really looking at your desire to have this be, but we need to start before you are in the year. In other words, there's a certain momentum that a lot of people feel when there's a new year coming. And for those people that miss out on January, sometimes there's people that say when spring hits, and all the flowers are starting to bloom, there's another like surge of, okay, I could do it now. I have less time, but I could do it now. I think when you start to get those details in order right around the first of the year or before, and you know, here's something I really want to complete. I really want to complete this book. I really want to build this house. I really want to run that half marathon. When you know that, and when you have the help, you're saying, I really want to stretch who I am. Because the person you are right now 
has not brought that into existence yet. In other words, the person you are right now possibly has never run a half marathon. Or if you did, it wasn't yesterday because now it feels extraordinary to do it. I know that there was a year when I thought, hmm, I have had a lot of things happen in life. In fact, I was 50, and I realized this could be the absolute middle of my life here. If I live to be 100, I don't know if I'm planning on that, but if I live to be 100, I'm sitting right in the middle of my life. Is there anything I regret right now that I haven't yet done? And right away, this voice popped up in my head and said, you still don't know how to swim. And I was like, well, (laughs) excuse me, but that's like really scary and has been my whole life. Like I got in an argument in my own head. I started this dialogue, this this anger thing. And there there was almost this like little wiser part as I found myself talking to myself for a few days that started to say, you know, you've done some really hard things. Why do you think you can't learn to swim? And I thought, you know, I've been saying for years, it's just too scary. I'm going to drown for God's sakes. But I realized I believe I'm going to drown. Anyone I've talked to about learning how to swim hasn't said, well, I wouldn't do it, Debbie, because you'll drown. I mean, there wasn't a single person who said that. They'd say, oh, do you have someone to help you? Or, oh, have you, do you already know how to tread water? I mean, they would just start talking about the extraordinary goal. They wouldn't shut it down. I would shut it down. So I started to think about that. The only thing that's in my way is that I'm scared to death that I'm going to drown. But if we could get rid of that, if we could somehow move that fear over to the side, would this be the year I learn how to swim? And I think, eh, not if you're going to drown. But, but I had to keep putting that off to the side. And what I realized was, all right, I need a professional who will teach me because there's no way I'm just going to get in a pool and figure this out. I have no idea how to swim. I'm 50 for crying out loud. If I had any idea how to swim, I'd be swimming. But the big one, the biggie, was I didn't know how to deal with the fear that any second that I'm in water, I could possibly drown right there and right then. Here's what happened. I somehow mustered the courage to call the local pool. Turns out, They were offering swimming to adults like me. I was the only one my age, but that's okay. I sign up, I go, and I don't know now, was it the end of my first lesson? If not, it was the end of my second for sure. It happened really fast. I learned how to float. My instructor made it very, very clear to me, you can float, you can float on your back. And you can float on your stomach. You can float face down, face up. And that, that means, Debbie, 
that the likelihood of your drowning that you speak of has gone way, 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 way down because you can rely on yourself to float. Now, I didn't really understand what that meant, but he was my mentor. He was my teacher. He was a triathlon, for crying out loud. He had been swimming since he could talk. He understood something that I didn't, but I trusted him. I didn't trust myself yet, but I trusted him. And that began the journey of the extraordinary goal. And I was swimming by the end of summer. I was swimming in the middle of that summer. Somehow I've convinced myself that since I haven't been in a pool for a while, I'm going to have to learn everything all over again. But I spoke to a friend just the other day who said, no, 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 no. You just haven't been in a pool for a while, so you're thinking that's how it works. But that's not how it works. It's just like riding a bike. So she, being someone who swims all the time, I'm going to trust that she's right. And I'm going to get myself in a pool soon. Because some recent years back, I took on an extraordinary goal. I overcame the fear that I will never learn how to swim and I am doomed to someday drown. I mean, that, that was just a, a nightmare I lived with. And I really didn't understand the magnitude of that nightmare that my, my life will end with me drowning <laughs> because I just believed in this fear that I created. But here's some other deathbed fears that people say. Here I am, a hundred years old, and I never wrote my book. It's true. There's people that say this on their deathbed. Other people say, here I am, a hundred years old, and I never ran that half marathon. Here I am, a hundred years old, and I never owned a house. I never figured out how to build my house. Here I am, not happy that it's not happening. But here's your truth. You're standing right in front of a new year that's about to start, and you could decide to author your life. Of course you can do it with a book or a blog or a brand, but you can do it with anything. You are the main character of your life, and you have a certain amount of control over how that plot develops and thickens. You have a certain amount of control over who the characters are that are going to go on journeys with you, how much drama you're going to take on, where the boundaries are going to be how you might course correct to add or to manipulate that story as needed, that's all on you. And the interesting thing is that the more I teach people to author their stories, the more I see this is just how we do life. I mean, I really love being a life coach. It is a lot of fun. People come to me with things they want to do and they are shaking in their boots thinking this, this, this is just some sort of dream that won't go away. You know, I don't want to be a hundred and on my deathbed and not have this dream manifest, but I also have no idea how to make it happen. You don't 
have to know how to make it happen. I didn't know how to swim before I knew how to swim. You don't have to know how to author a book before you author a book. You don't have to know. But it is important if it's a dream that you claim it and you find someone who knows how to walk you through it. That's going to be step number one. It's got to be something, this something you want to do. It's got to be something that you would be so happy to achieve, so happy to complete. If it's not, if it's like, oh, it'd be cool, you know, I mean, running a half marathon, yeah, that'd be good. If it's only on that level, you might not have what it takes to stretch you into doing it. If you can really feel it bubbling up inside, I want this. If you can feel that before the year ends and you step into the new year with some help, you're probably going to have it next year, right? Because here's the next step. When you decide that there's something that you would like to author in your life, meaning you really want to complete it, you want to achieve it, The second step is that you're really claiming responsibility for this new adventure, and you're learning how to practice radical trust. But the only thing you have to practice your radical trust in is that day's tasks. And when you work with a life coach like myself, I show you what those tasks are. Now, let's say you wanted to run a marathon. I would not say, well, I want you to run to the top of Mount Everest today and back down, and that'll start you out. It's not going to be anything like that. The one-day-at-a-time task routine gets you into the habit of trusting you can do something in a 24-hour period and the next day get up and do what's what's next. I've been doing this with a physical trainer. And I would say five and a half days out of seven, I complete the task as planned. But there's usually a half day where things go a little little wonky. And then there's often one full day when I just don't get it off to the right start. And maybe I make up for it all by the end of the day. But often I just like, you know, claim that I'm going to have to try harder tomorrow. It didn't work out today. And so that day is a scratch. You know what? That is part of your success. And I didn't really understand that, at least in terms of health and wellness, until I had my personal trainer. Because I thought any day in which I put mashed potatoes in my mouth meant all bets were off in terms of losing weight or having any sort of kindness towards my nutrition. But he informed me, no, there's actually a part in the week where you can have mashed potatoes. You can actually have a nice full serving of them and enjoy them. And let me tell you, we now have that on my calendar because I don't want to miss that. That's part of the fun, right? Success is not all grueling, awful work, not at all. If you're not working with someone that's gone through it before you, you might think that those who are successful have traded their whole life 
for pain. And they'll tell you there's been some pain along the way. There has. But they didn't trade their whole life for it. Not at all. They found guidance and they found a way to start walking through it and feeling good about it because they they knew they were on their way to achieving, completing an extraordinary goal. It's what they said they wanted it. And so they were working with someone that helped them stretch into it. Tell you what, I got a little bit more for you. We're going to take a break right now, but when we come back, more about your extraordinary year. Stay tuned. I hope you are enjoying today's show. I just want to make a couple announcements about people coming here to Story You Talk Radio. We have Diana Scalia, who will be coming on November 30th. Her new book, The Bump Clause, is coming out for pre-order. We would love for you to join in, listen to the show, call in if you like, and ask your questions about those close intimate, and very interesting chance adventures in the game of romance. This is what Diana's book is all about, The Bump Clause. You don't want to miss this episode. That'll be on November 30th. And then on December 21st, Ryan Bond from Bond Strength will be here to talk about personal training, and the fact that you are only as strong as your habits. Oh my goodness, I am learning so much from Ryan Bond, and I know you will want to be here to learn what your upcoming year could be like if you prioritized personal training. That's Ryan Bond with Bond Strength on December 21st and November 30th We have Diana Scalia with her new book, The Bump Claws. Stay tuned for more, my friends. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to Story You Talk Radio. We're talking right now about an extraordinary goal for the upcoming year. Now, if all this is sounding way too big and maybe you just want to jump into a nice, sweet little community and get your feet wet right now, maybe you just want to hang out with some pals and go, hey, are you going to do an extraordinary goal? I don't know if I am, but I'm thinking about it. I have two communities going on right now. One is my superstars and the other, it's just for women. It's the heroines. I have all kinds of information for you about that, and I am opening up the doors for the next six months to journey along with us. If you are interested in being in a community where I offer classes, I offer WhatsApp where you can communicate with the others, go over some of the tools and tricks for good life coaching skills, things that'll take you out of addictive patterns and bring you more into the conscientious ways that you want to live, 
things that I've been successful at, things I've also failed at and had to relearn. I would love to be your coach on that journey. That's my superstars community and the heroines community. Anytime you would like information, you can just go to coachdebbie.com, get on the newsletter where I send out information, or speed it up. Go to coachdebbie.com, click on connect, and send me a note, and I'll get you anything it is that you would like to know about. Just a reminder, Debbie is spelled D-E-B-B-Y. Coachdebbie.com, click on connect, and send me a little note. We're looking at your upcoming year and that this might be the time to stretch yourself a little and make an extraordinary goal. I definitely work with writers. That is my background. I enjoy helping people write their books, their blogs, their brands. I work with first, second, and third-time authors. My mentor has just finished his 34th book, and I actually uh, helped edit that. So there's there's a, a little more than first, second, and third-time authors for me. So if you're saying, oh, this is my fifth book, I might not qualify, well, guess what? You just might. So let's talk about that. What would you like to create? You can also do an extraordinary goal based on your own life desire, something you just really want to do. And I used the example for myself of swimming. Uh, That was something that I took on, I like to say, right in the middle of my life, right at 50. And it was scary as all get out. I mean, I just thought, what are you doing? I remember the first day I was walking to the pool. It was this beautiful Sunny, sunny day. I'm walking. I got my bathing suit on under my sundress. And I'm like, at any given moment, you can just turn around and quit. You don't have to do this. You don't have to be a crazy girl that learns how to swim. You can just accept that your destiny is to drown someday. And that's life. You know, I had this going on in my head. And then I'd catch myself and go, no, I actually really want to learn how to swim. And I I am going to trust these guys. I, I'm going to trust these teachers. I'm going to work with it. I'm going to give myself at least three shots at this. And at the end of summer, and maybe even before, I was swimming. I was jumping into the deep end of the pool, something I never thought I would do. But I set an extraordinary goal, and I got amazing help with it. Now, how do you know you're ripe for an extraordinary goal, but you're probably sitting on the edge of the seat going, I don't know, I don't know if I can do it. Here's some questions that I found in the book called Trust. Do you know this book? It's by Iyalana Van Zant. Her first name is spelled I-Y-A-N-L-A. Iyalana. I've never said it right. I know who she is. I love watching her, but I don't say it right. Her last name is Vansant Iyalana. I think that's it. She wrote a wonderful book called Trust. And over here in about a quarter of the way through, she has 21 signs that you might not trust yourself. 
You might not trust yourself yet. And here are some signs that I think most of my writers align with. It's normal to feel this way, but here's one. When you do things for the reason to prove yourself to others. You know, there's plenty of people that have set out to write a book and it was mainly to show mom and dad that they could. Are you a bad person for that? No, but you are going to have to come up with 20 times more energy to keep going if you're just doing this to prove it to the crowd. If, on the other hand, you have a real desire with yourself to do something, now that's a little bit different. All right, here's another one. Do you try to control everything around you so that you can feel really safe? I mean, doesn't that sound natural? Why wouldn't we want to feel safe? Of course we want to feel safe. But the key word in this is, do you control? Do you control everything around you? So do you control all the conversations? Do you control what time people come over and what time they leave? Do you control what? What? You have to think about that. Where are you more of the dominant one as opposed to maybe the one who listens or leans back or lets things go as they may. And if they get a little sideways, you say, hey, hey, enough of that. But do you lead by being totally the one that controls everything? If so, doing an extraordinary goal is going to be tricky because you're not going to want to listen to your coach. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're going to want to control the whole thing. In fact, I just had to let someone go who wasn't really making that much progress with me because she was navigating the ship every single little direction, and she was just about to throw us overboard. <laughs> and I had to say, you know, hey, 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 let's, uh, let's back, back up a little bit here. We got to be careful here. And she didn't like that. And I told her, you know what? I think a little break is in order. And, and sometimes that's the best we can do when our safety is saying, I, I can't let go of the controls. It's got to be me. It can't be the coach. It's got to be me all the time. All right? That's just a little test. Another little test from Il- Ilyana. I'm so embarrassed that I don't say that right. Van Zant. That that last name's cool, right? Van Zant. The book's called Trust. She says this one. Are you someone that minimizes or denies your real needs? If so, you might have a hard time trusting. If everything to you is, yeah, sure, fine. Yeah, sure, fine. Of course, no problem. Absolutely. You might say, well, that previous one you spoke of, isn't that what we're supposed to do? No. If we're controlling or if we're minimizing our needs and just saying, yes, sure, fine, we're living in extremes. We want to have the ability to follow guidance. We want to have the ability to lay down some boundaries. And that brings us back into the middle. It helps us out. What I want to say here, my friends, is that when you have an extraordinary goal, 
something you want to create in your life, something that you know if you started at the beginning of the year, you could see by asking for a little help along the way, you would be successful at it. Maybe there'd be little moments we have to readjust. I have to do that with my personal trainer. Maybe there'd be little moments when you have to take a little pause. That's okay. I had to do this recently with a client. But for the most part, you know there's something and you want it. You want to complete it next year. You want to achieve it. You're willing to claim responsibility that this is going to be an adventure in learning more about trust and really trusting that you're taking on one day's tasks at a time. There's a program that I'm deeply involved in called Adult Children, and in that, we take things one day at a time. More than that can be a little bit too much, but what are my tasks for this one day at a time? Each day, you will find you are going to be becoming slightly more solid and slightly more assured of who you are with this extraordinary goal. Each day, it's just a little bit, a little bit more. The final thing I want to leave you with today is that as you say yes to an extraordinary goal, you say, yes, I want to complete this. I want to achieve this. I want to do this in the upcoming year. I want to run a marathon. I want to build my house. I want to write a book. There's something I want to do, and it's going to stretch me. The final thing I want to leave with you today is that you will be following a vision into your up-leveled identity. In other words, a year later, you're going to look back and go, oh, I've changed. I've got some new habits in order. There's some things that used to scare me that now I just do. I just am that person. And I didn't think I could be that person. And now I'm that person. I'm that person who owns my first home. I'm that person who just finished a half marathon. I'm that person who's drafted a book. I am that person. I've gone through the process. I've taken on the day's tasks. I let my coach tell me which tasks for which days. We went at a pace that in the beginning I thought was slow, but I got into the habit. I created new grooves in my head. I am able now to run a half marathon, write a book. What is yours? I want to know. What is yours? What is your extraordinary goal that you're not going to sit on? You're going to actually claim it in this upcoming year. Maybe in recent past years, you had good reason for not stepping into it. But maybe in this upcoming year, you're saying, you know, I don't want to settle for that. I don't want to settle for the excuses that I've had or the reasons that seemed good enough to keep me safe. I'll tell you one thing right now, my friends. I have three people in my life 
that are dealing on some level, deeply dealing with cancer. And one person in particular, I'm the caregiver for. Now, as the fall season began, I just thought, oh boy, I think I'm just going to coast for a while. <laughs> I just think I'm, I, you know, I, this is not a business building time. No, no, no. I think I'm just going to see how I can do things the easy way. And all these excuses started to run clear of why I might even let go of meeting up with you here on the radio show for the next year. I had all these things where I thought, ah, I'll just let that go and let this go and let that go. And, and what will I prioritize? Cancer. <laughs> and all of a sudden I realized, ooh, this doesn't quite sound right. There's something about this that isn't adding up. What if there's a way to be really supportive of people I love and build my own desires, my own dreams too. What if I got real serious and got a coach who understands what it's like to build something extraordinary while you have things that are looking a little, a little bleak over there, but they're important and you need to show up. What if I got someone to start leading me? And I'm making some pretty incredible things happen in my business right now. And what I'm learning is sometimes that's how it works. When you're really tested, sometimes in one area of your life, that's actually a great time to use energy also for yourself and build. Not always, not with certainty that this is the remedy for everything, but sometimes it is. Sometimes pregnant moms do incredible things. Sometimes people that just lost their house to a fire have an extraordinary year. Sometimes people that have put off going to college for 20 years have an extraordinary new career because they stepped in. There might be something that you think it's too big, it's too heavy, it's too much. Why don't you start with a half an hour conversation? And if you feel comfortable doing it with me, I would love to offer you a free 30-minute consultation. You just go to coachdebbie.com, click on connect and request it. We'll do it. I'll give you the best tips I have. You are not obligated to do anything beyond that. But boy, oh boy, if you decide to step into that extraordinary goal, you're going to see amazing things unfold. My friends, I hope this topic has served you. We come to you every Thursday with a brand new topic. Until we meet again next week, namaste. 